Train, eat, repeat. The knowledge and know-how you need to live well. Here's your host, Tyler Ferrand. Hello, everyone, and welcome back into the last Train, Eat, Repeat episode of 2020, closing the book, moving into 2021. And as you guys listen to this episode, only two days left in the year that was 2020. So I just want to thank you guys. This is the very first year, um, not quite a year yet of a full year of training repeat, but I just want to thank you guys for all the love and support. This truly has been a passion project of mine, and I can't wait to bring you guys more content uh, new cool guests coming in 2021 and and obviously have Andrea on the podcast a little bit more often because she has just a plethora of knowledge to share with you guys. Before we jump into this very short episode today, we're going to be talking about the four ways to make great goals coming into the new year because a lot of you are going to be planning out exactly what you want to accomplish. I know there's a lot of you that will say, well, I want to forget about 2020, but I'll explain why it's important to go through this goal setting process. So that way, when you get to this time next year, you'll feel accomplished. You'll feel like that you actually had a year that was fruitful and you were able to accomplish everything that you wanted. So before I jump into the episode, wanted to let you guys know that our Jumpstart program is going to be getting started in two days' time uh, on January 1st. And again, it's a community-based, results-driven program. It is not a challenge, and so we don't have a goal of trying to lose the most weight or trying to go on a detox for 30 days. It's nothing like that, but other, more so an eight-week program that is built around creating a great community and getting you the results you need, the resources that you have eight weeks of programmed workouts, three strength training workouts, two active recovery, full nutrition resource guide, uh, recipe guide, and then also accountability built in via a Facebook group, a private Facebook group for everybody, uh, Zoom calls every Monday night, and then a Facebook Live that Andrea and I send out as a gentle reminder to stay on track throughout the weekend. So if you guys are interested in getting into that program, again, very low barrier for entry, only $200 for the entire eight-week program and all those resources I just listed, and just a great way to start off the new year on the right foot when it comes to taking control of your health and your wellness. So all that being said, let's jump into 2021. And in terms of planning out your goals. Now, a lot of you are going to do this. They like to use the word resolutions. I think it's probably the most overused word when it comes around to the new year. But the truth of the matter is, is that a lot of people, including myself in the past, tend to make sort of lackluster goals and lackluster in the sense that they're not well planned out. And because of that, either you get a month in of that excitement, right? That motivation, which we know is not long lasting. And then you end up just falling off. And in some cases, you even get to the end of the year. And because of all the distractions and things going on inside of your life, you forget entirely what you were looking to accomplish in the first place. So I want to go through the four steps that I believe to be rock solid ways to sort of plan out your goals. And so this is going to take a little bit of time. By no means do I want you to try and accomplish all of this in a 10 to 15 minute sort of quiet time session, but take the next week or so, even if that means that you've already started the new year, a year is 12 months, there's 365 days, you will have time to start working towards your goals, but what's the sense in working towards them if you haven't taken the time to really plan everything out? So the four steps are reflect, plan, 
execute, and pivot. And these to me are things that you need to sit down, really plan out, and this is how you're going to go about doing it. So first is the reflection. Always important to look at where you came from in order to make a plan for where you want to go. So take the whole year into account. Don't focus on whether or not you accomplished your goals, especially if you didn't take the t- a good amount of time to make plans for the year in the first place, because you don't want to come down on yourself if you didn't make a plan to achieve them in the first place, right? That's almost like saying, oh, well, you know what? You're you're fired because you didn't do your job, but you didn't know what the job requirements were, right? Like that's not fair at all. So you want to highlight the good and the not so good, but you also want to make sure that this doesn't become a woe is me session, right? The point of this is not to make you feel worse from the fact that you didn't accomplish your goals, even if you did plan them out. Sometimes it's just not in the cards. And sometimes, again, it takes more time than a year to accomplish your goals. Tony Robbins always says, most people underestimate what they can do in 10 years, and they overestimate what they can do in a year. So that just might be the case, and it depends on how big your goal is. But knowing what good and bad came out of that year will help you develop a rock-solid plan to avoid the mistakes made so you'll be better prepared when you come up against those situations in the future. So in this case, failing forward. And you'll talk to numerous gurus gurus like Tony Robbins and many books that talk about inventors like Thomas Edison, that they failed numerous times before they actually achieved greatness or before they actually had an invention that worked. So you have to think about your goals in that way too, that it may take multiple attempts in re-engineering in order for you to reach your goal. So then the other thing is you don't know, do not want to focus on things that were not in your control, which in 2020, there were a lot of things that could have derailed you that otherwise, for the most part, were not in your control. We had the pandemic, we had the election, we had social unrest, but you more so want to reflect on how you reacted to those events and what you learned about yourself and how it affected you physically and or mentally. And the reason why this is important is so that way, when inevitably things will come up in 2021, hopefully not as many big events, but every year has huge events that can affect us or let them affect us. Because if it's something that you can't control, what you can control is your reaction to it. And that is going a little bit off topic today, but I think if you realize how you reacted to those events, maybe you can start to work through some stress reduction techniques or maybe some techniques to sort of avoid all of the noise that's going on around you so that you can end up focusing more on your goals and react better in those situations. The most important piece, too, in in this reflection is that you want to write these down. And even better, if you can look up pictures that chronicled the year. So whether you're using news outlets, again, you're not focusing on the things you couldn't control. So I probably wouldn't add those in. But you also want to look at your social media feeds. You post pictures all the time. And with our advanced phones, it'd be very easy for you to sort of make a album, if you will, of the year, and then also write your feelings and how you felt during those experiences. And I guarantee you too, that you're going to forget about some things and always cool to sort of go back and be like, oh, I remember that trip to Mexico. And then right after the pandemic hit, right? And Andrea and I were just doing that the other night. And again, I wasn't focusing on the fact that the pandemic hit, but more thankful of the time that we were able to have, because had we gone in March, there's no way that would have happened. 
So the first piece you want to do whenever you sit down to make goals, especially when you're talking about goals for a new year, is you want to reflect on the year you just had. The next step is plan. So once you've fully taken in the past year, then paint an image of where you want to be exactly a year from now. So in essence, you're using your imagination to be where you are right now in 2021, sort of doing the same process, reflecting on the year at hand. The more detailed you can get, the place, the time, the look, the feeling, the accomplishments, the potential roadblocks, the more you will see exactly what you want the result to be. But more importantly, why it's important to you. And I have, I have a lot of my one-on-one clients do this pretty frequently because if, if what you envision is very surface level and we don't get very detailed, well, then it tells me that it doesn't matter that much to them. And whether that's true or not, you have to dig deep to really paint that picture of where you want to be because that tells me that that why is powerful enough that even on the days you don't feel like doing it, you're going to do it anyway. Or if you fall off the wagon, you're going to get back on the wagon because it means that much to you. But your why for this next year of transformation has to be something that will drive you. You know, because the fact of the matter is, like I just talked about, the proverbial you-know-what is going to hit the fan eventually. And if we react to that situation, or it's something we can't control, or if it's something we can't control and we choose to just sweep it under the rug, more than likely you're going to end up in the same spot you ended up at the end of 2020, and now we're just regurgitating the same thing. We're basically doing the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So again, we want to write down the imagery. So create a vision board of words, pictures that symbolize what what it is you desire. You know, I also have had worked with coaches in the past. They've created a PowerPoint and it's almost like a, a mind movie, if you will, of your goals and what you're trying to accomplish because pictures and images will were very image driven people and that's going to help stick in your mind and also having it in a place and that's why maybe a vision board would be better but something that you look at every single day becomes really important and the so it's not just the imagery but also writing it down because studies show that the odds of reaching your goal are 64 percent if you write it down so better than 50 percent of the time you're going to accomplish your goal if you write it down and i would actually even add in the imagery that is really important so then once you've done that you're going to start to reverse engineer into chunks what action steps need to be taken to get where to where you want to be Saying you will accomplish something is great, right? You just throw it out there. I want to be an MLB star or I want to lose 50 pounds or I want to fit into my jeans that I haven't been able to wear for two years. But not having a plan attached to it will more than likely mean you'll lose steam after a month or two. And again, that goes back to those resolutionists that you talk to them four months down the road are still exactly where they where they don't want to be. And think small here when you're when you're chunking these up, when you're reverse engineering. Studies also show that when people focus on one or two items or habits to change at a time, they are more likely to succeed. The more you take on, the, the chances are higher that you will fail. And this is proven, uh, I've read James Clear's book in terms of atomic habits, and the studies prove this. Now, how much time is enough time to stick with one or two habits? It just depends on the individual. It depends on how big the habits are that you're trying to change and ultimately how much effort you're putting into changing those habits. So you may have to stick with a couple habits for a month or two. 
But once you have them written down and organized into chunks of time, for example, per week, per month, per quarter, now is the time to put in the work. And that's where the next step comes in, in the goal planning process, and that's execution. And here's the thing, is that many people quit a new routine well before they've had a chance to evaluate if it's working. And it might not be that the action or habit you're trying to execute isn't working. It's just that you haven't given it enough reps to know if it's worth your while. You know, and I I call that the the law of instant gratification. And it's as old as time, right? Like hunter-gatherers, they would go and kill an animal. They would instantly get that gratification because they're going to go home, feed their family, feed themselves, and get that instant gratification. If they go up into a beehive and mine for honey from a honeybee nest, they're instantly getting that gratification. But the truth of the matter is, when you're looking for a life-changing transformation, instant gratification is not going to be there. Progress, yes, but instant gratification, most people want that quick fix. They want that you, you they want to reach their goals in a moment's notice. And we know that from science and from years and years of doing this, that that just isn't possible. So if you can take yourself out of that mindset that the things you're working on, give them time to see if they actually are going to work within the system that you have created and with the game plan. Now, how much time? Again, it just depends on the individual, but I would say giving it any less than a couple weeks worth of true effort, and that's the other piece, is that you have to gauge how much effort you're putting into it, but that takes a lot of time, and at least two weeks should be plenty enough to know if the new habits you're trying to put in place are actually working, and the only way you're going to know if they're working is by tracking progress. And again, measurements can be done numerous ways. If we're talking weight loss, it could be body fat measurements. It could be weight loss measurements. You need to find exactly how you're going to measure your progress as you move along. And I would journal it. So just like you took the time to create the imagery imagery board and write down your goals and break them down into chunks of time, you should be in the same journal going back and writing your progress steps. If you want to do it per week, if you want to do it per month, that's the only way you're going to ensure that what you're doing and what you're working on in terms of your habit changing is actually gardening the, gardening the results that you want. And it also helps too when you're going through this process if you tell people what it is you're working on. You know, there was years and years ago I was uh, training for a race and it was like 12 miles long and I had never run a race period, much less ran 12 miles, not even close to it. And what I did is I told numerous people about it, families, friends, a lot of them. And that drove me for a couple reasons. Number one, I had people that doubted me. (laughs) you know, tell me I'm not going to do something and and I'll prove you wrong Uh, and whether that works for you or not, but it worked for me. But what it also did too is that you'll have those people that encourage you. And so it's very important that the people that you tell are in that inner circle. You know, I talk about your your 2 a.m. friends, the people that you would call at 2 a.m. and they would do anything for you. Tell those people about what your goals are because they're going to keep you accountable in a good way. I call them accountability buddies, but they're going to be able to encourage you. They're going to be able to pick you up when you feel like you're not, you can't do something, but they'll do it out of care. They'll ask how you're doing towards that goal, not because they want to chastise you about not reaching your goal, but because they truly care about you reaching it. And studies have shown that 
you know, the odds of accomplishing a goal, just like writing them down, go up to 76% if you tell a friend, coworker, family member, whoever they may be, but bring them along for the ride and just make sure it's somebody that you trust. And then after execution, inevitably what you are going to have to do from time to time is to pivot. And this is only when necessary, right? So we just talked about giving it enough time to marinate. But you could think you have the best plan in the world, but even so, you may have to pivot. And I'm not going to say pivot like uh, Ross does in Friends. But this is normal. Because unless you're a fortune teller, which you might be, there will be hundreds if not thousands of events over the course of this next year that will attempt to derail you from reaching your goal. And so... My advice there is, is like, again, it's all about how you react to what is happening, right? And your ability to cope with it, evaluate it, and then move on is what's important there. And when you pivot, don't think that the answer is that you just need to do more, right? People think, oh, I'm not, I'm not achieving my goal, so I need to do more. It goes right back to the point I just made that you only want to tackle one or two things at a time. Because adding more is just never the answer. And so those are the, this was a really quick episode, but I really wanted to make sure that we, I hit on these points around setting up your goals for the next year. And obviously these goal, this goal process doesn't have to be done at the beginning of a year. I'm one of those believers in that the calendar should never dictate when you take action towards a goal because you can go after a goal at any point. So maybe the new year isn't exactly the right time for you to set new goals. You know, I was calling, I was on a client call uh, earlier today and the thing that she was interesting that she said was that she finally feels like she's in a phase of her life that she can take on a little bit more. And I just thought that that was very powerful because you may be in a situation right now where you have a lot on your plate and the worst thing you can do, like I just said, is to take on more and think you can change more. And that's just going to make you more stressed out. It's going to deter you from, it's going to take away from the phase that you're in right now and actually getting to a comfortable spot. So make sure that whenever you are ready to set your goals, whether it's the new year or otherwise, that you take these four factors into consideration. Reflect, plan, execute, and pivot when necessary. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I hope you have a great, healthy, and happy new year, and I'll talk to you guys in 2021. Take care. Thanks for listening to Train, Eat, Repeat. Connect with us on Instagram at fit underscore ferrant or at traineatrepeat.co. Until next time, stay strong, stay healthy.